Welcome to the Courage Checklist. I'm your host, Jennifer Chambers. Courage, we all want it. What are the things in our lives that we need courage to tackle? How do you find the guts to get the glory? How do you do the things you've always really wanted to do or be? You make the list, you check it off. It sounds simple, but actually doing the hard stuff, the soul deep stuff, it's not always easy. Find inspiration, ideas, and companions here who also keep trying no matter what. Let's talk about what's on our lists, from giant dream to tiny wish. We share stories of triumph, struggle, joy, and yes, failure, but we keep going together. What's on your list? Hello, and welcome to today's podcast on the topic of how and why to make a courage checklist in five steps. I've spoken on this show before about the courage checklist, its namesake a million times, but I've never really talked about how to make your checklist for yourself. A courage checklist is a list of experiences, goals, or achievements that a person wants to accomplish during their lifetime. It can range from small personal goals to once-in-a-lifetime experiences, all kinds of different things. It all depends on the person, of course. In today's episode, we'll be discussing why making a courage checklist is important, how to make one, and how it can better your mental health. Step one, reflect on your life. The first step in making your courage checklist is to reflect on your life. Ask yourself some introspective questions about your past and about your present life. What what have been your biggest achievements so far? What have been your biggest regrets so far? As I said, I've discussed it before on this show, but my courage checklist is made up of very literal things. When I was in a car accident at 15, after I'd mostly recovered, the doctors and therapists and my parents were in my living room and I decided to listen in on that meeting even though I wasn't supposed to and they were making a list of things that I would never be able to do it was all different kinds of things things like walking and speaking to going to college or getting married or having a job all different kinds of things so as I say my list is super literal But I also have things on my list like learning Spanish, learning sign language. I want, I wanted to learn how to make a podcast. I wanted to learn how to write books. I had all different kinds of things. And I know that you will too, if you think about it. So when you reflect on your life, you ask yourself those questions about your biggest achievements and your regrets. And that kind of can give you some clues to what you might want. Also think about what are the things that bring you joy? What are the things that make you feel fulfilled? This step will help you understand your desires and your aspirations for the future. For example, if you regret not traveling enough or 
helping others. You can put those things in different places on your courage checklist. You could travel to different destinations. You might want to volunteer more. For step two, create a list of those things that you want to do. This is like a extraordinary version of brainstorming, but it's brainstorming for stuff that really matters. So with this second step, this is where you kind of let your imagination run wild and you put down all the things you dream of doing. This list can include anything from trying a new food or learning a new skill or visiting a new country or even some kind of activity you want to do like skydiving or learning to ride a bike. That was also on my list. I actually have an electric bike and it's a trike because I don't balance very well, but you have to make it work for you. You can start this by making a list of all the things you've always wanted to do or things you wanted to try, but you haven't had the chance to yet. Think about the things that excite you. Think about the things that make you feel alive. It's okay if your list seems overwhelming at first. It, it does. When you're letting your mind be open to all the possibilities, that can be a lot. But the point of this step is to generate ideas and get those creative juices flowing. For example, if you've always wanted to learn that new language, put it on your list. If you've always wanted to take a cooking class, put that on your list too. All different kinds of things. From the top to the bottom, from moving to France to learning to draw flowers, anything. For step three, we're going to prioritize our list. But before that, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. So step three, prioritize your list. The third step is of course to prioritize that list. Once you have that list of things you want to do, it's important to prioritize them based on their importance to you. You can do this by numbering the items on your list from most important to least important. For example, using what we talked about before, if traveling to a specific country is at the top of your list, prioritize that over learning a new skill that is lower on your list. Things can take priority based on your current or planned needs. Like, for instance, do you want to do public speaking as part of your job? Then you need to build those skills. Do you need to learn something, like a skill, in order to do something else that you want to do? Or for me, I always felt badly because I couldn't drive. That was a huge thing on my list. It felt like it was so big, it was almost like a moral failing rather than just a skill I hadn't learned. I couldn't look at it dispassionately. But I was able to do it finally when I recognized that it wasn't a necessity to do that, but something that I wanted to prove to myself that I could do. I had learned how to manage my life and our family learned to manage their lives without me doing that just fine up until that point. Did it make it easier once I finally did get my license? Oh yes, it sure did. My goal was to get my license before my oldest son got his license. And I just barely squeaked in to make that goal. Step four is taking action. The fourth step is to take action. Now that you have your prioritized list, let's think about working towards achieving those goals. I know you've heard the phrase, breaking it down, and with most goals, you can break them down into smaller, achievable tasks. 
this makes it easier for you to take action and it helps you really work towards your goals rather than just say it or working in the wrong direction. For example, right, we were talking about learning a language or visiting a new country. Start by signing up for that language course. Or you could download an app to help you learn the basics. I liked Duolingo. I'm learning two different things on there right now. I take breaks from it, but it's really fun. And like driving, I had to take driving lessons multiple times. I failed my first test. I went through a school zone without knowing it was a school zone and I sped through it and I failed. But I kept going. I kept taking more lessons and I would take breaks and it worked. I do things like I still take classes, even though I don't really think I'll finish my college degree. It's for me though, my goal there is learning. My goal isn't necessarily to get a piece of paper. Step five is enjoy the journey. The fifth and final step is to enjoy the journey. Remember that the purpose of a courage checklist is to enjoy life and create memories. It's important to enjoy the process of working towards your goals and not just focusing on the achievement of them. Take time to appreciate the small wins along the way too. If you're learning to scuba dive, you have water time to enjoy on your way there. If you're going to Disneyland, you can prepare and have fun by matching your practice walk lengths to destinations in the park. There are some great resources online. Uh, when we've gone to, Dis- to Disneyland in the past, we've prepared by um, doing walking goals because, of course, you walk so much there. And there's Disneyland bingos and Disneyland distances. I recommend it. It's really fun. I mean, it's just something to do with your walks that makes it a little bit more enjoyable. There's a lot of benefits to making your courage checklist. One of those is, of course, the feeling of accomplishment you get when you complete those things on your list and the fact that you can look back at those and and be really proud of yourself. But... It also has a big impact on your mental health. You get that sense of accomplishment, right? When you achieve something on your courage checklist, not only do you get the accomplishment, but you boost your own self-esteem. And you did that for yourself. It helps you maintain a positive outlook because focusing on your goals can help develop that positive outlook on life. Not a false positivity, but helping you stay motivated and focused on the things that matter to you. It'll reduce your stress because you have a list full of things that you want to do. You can help reduce your stress by giving you something to look forward to and to work towards. In different periods of my life when I've been depressed, I've looked at my list and I feel like I have something that I can do to go towards that and that made me feel better. And it increases your creativity. Creating that courage checklist can help you think outside the box and come up with new ideas and experiences to add to it. Making your courage checklist is a great way to improve your self-esteem and propel you forward. I always advise people to write theirs down. And your list can take the form of a piece of notebook paper, or like a fully decorated poster, or even a Pinterest page, or make a list in the notes app of your phone. I don't want to prescribe how for anyone, but I want you to make it creative. And the best list is one that you'll use no matter how it looks. I hope now you understand why making your list is important. And I would love for you to share with me how your list looks. Let me know. Mm-hmm.
So step three, prioritize your list. The third step is of course to prioritize that list. Once you have that list of things you want to do, it's important to prioritize them based on their importance to you. You can do this by numbering the items on your list from most important to least important. For example, using what we talked about before, if traveling to a specific country is at the top of your list, prioritize that over learning a new skill that is lower on your list. Things can take priority based on your current or planned needs. Like, for instance, do you want to do public speaking as part of your job? Then you need to build those skills. Do you need to learn something, like a skill, in order to do something else that you want to do? Or for me, I always felt badly because I couldn't drive. That was a huge thing on my list. It felt like it was so big, it was almost like a moral failing, rather than just a skill I hadn't learned. I couldn't look at it dispassionately. But I was able to do it finally when I recognized that it wasn't a necessity to do that, but something that I wanted to prove to myself that I could do. I had learned how to manage my life and our family learned to manage their lives without me doing that just fine up until that point. Did it make it easier once I finally did get my license? Oh yes, it sure did. My goal was to get my license before my oldest son got his license, and I just barely squeaked in to make that goal. Step four is taking action. The fourth step is to take action. Now that you have your prioritized list, let's think about working towards achieving those goals. I know you've heard the phrase, breaking it down. And with most goals, you can break them down into smaller achievable tasks. This makes it easier for you to take action and it helps you really work towards your goals rather than just say it or working in the wrong direction. For example, right, we were talking about learning a language or visiting a new country. Start by signing up for the language course. Or you could download an app to help you learn the basics. I liked Duolingo. I'm learning two different things on there right now. I take breaks from it, but it's really fun. And like driving, I had to take driving lessons multiple times. I failed my first test. I went through a school zone without knowing it was a school zone and I sped through it and I failed, but I kept going. I kept taking more lessons and I would take breaks and it worked. I do things like I still take classes, even though I don't really think I'll finish my college degree. It's for me though. My goal there is learning. My goal isn't necessarily to get a piece of paper. Step five is enjoy the journey. The fifth and final step is to enjoy the journey. Remember that the purpose of a courage checklist is to enjoy life and create memories. It's important to enjoy the process of working towards your goals and not just focusing on the achievement of them. Take time to appreciate the small wins along the way too. If you're learning to scuba dive, you have water time to enjoy on your way there. If you're going to Disneyland, you can prepare and have fun by matching your practice walk lengths to destinations in the park. There are some great resources online. Uh, When we've gone to to Disneyland in the past, we've prepared by Um, doing walking goals because of course you walk so much there and there's Disneyland bingos and Disneyland distances I recommend it it's really fun I mean it's just something to do with your walks that makes it a little bit more enjoyable 
There's a lot of benefits to making your courage checklist. One of those is, of course, the feeling of accomplishment you get when you complete those things on your list and the fact that you can look back at those and and be really proud of yourself. But it also has a big impact on your mental health. You get that sense of accomplishment, right? When you achieve something on your courage checklist, not only do you get the accomplishment, but you boost your own self-esteem. And you did that for yourself. It helps you maintain a positive outlook because focusing on your goals can help develop that positive outlook on life. Not a false positivity, but helping you stay motivated and focused on the things that matter to you. It'll reduce your stress because you have a list full of things that you want to do. You can help reduce your stress by giving you something to look forward to and to work towards. In different periods of my life when I've been depressed, I've looked at my list and I feel like I have something that I can do to go towards that and that made me feel better. And it increases your creativity. Creating that courage checklist can help you think outside the box and come up with new ideas and experiences to add to it. Making your courage checklist is a great way to improve your self-esteem and propel you forward. I always advise people to write theirs down. And your list can take the form of a piece of notebook paper or like a fully decorated poster or even a Pinterest page or make a list in the notes app of your phone. I don't want to prescribe how for anyone, but I want you to make it creative. And the best list is one that you'll use no matter how it looks. I hope now you understand why making your list is important. And I would love for you to share with me how your list looks. Let me know. For today's recommendations, I wanted to talk about, instead of some confidence boosting books, I often talk about books, but I thought I would talk about a couple of different online content forms. The first is, of course, one of my favorite things, TEDx. There are a million different wonderful TEDx's about confidence. If you go to YouTube, there is a a million different channels. Go to Brene Brown. Um, you can find, if you could just Google three tips to boost your confidence through TED Ed, that's a good one. There's how to eliminate self-doubt forever. There is how to build limitless confidence with Jim Quick. There's all different kinds of TED Talks about confidence. I recommend those are short ones to long ones. And also, I'm so excited to talk about this one. New friend of the show, Gilly the Sunshine Wizard. Gilly will be on the show um, later on this season, and I've had some great conversations with him. But if you follow him on Instagram or TikTok, he is the most amazing confidence-boosting wizard you will ever meet. He's rainbow-colored and wonderful. He's amazing and fun and really, really kind to everyone. So I definitely hope that you check him out. I want him to have as many followers as possible because he is a person who is really focused on having everyone feel good. And I think that we need as much of that in the world as we can. So I recommend going to TED Talks, TED Ed also, or Gilly the Sunshine Wizard. Uh, TED Ed you can find on YouTube, of course, or TEDx also, uh, also TEDx.com. And Gilly the Sunshine Wizard everywhere that you can find him. 
I wanted to share one more thing today. I have a new podcast that was just released. It is called the Mayhem Porium Podcast. It's all things spooky, macabre, true crime, and unsolved. All sorts of mysterious things. And it's part of what I really like to look at and listen to. And part of the Courage Checklist is doing all the things that you might possibly want to do. So I am giving this podcast a a go and I really hope you'll check in. It is called the Mayhem Porium Podcast and there's episodes now live. Please subscribe, review, and enjoy. I will let you guys listen to the intro right now. Welcome to the Mayhem Porium, the podcast that delves into the world of the spooky, the bizarre, and the macabre. Join us as we explore true crime stories that will send shivers down your spine and uncover mysteries that will keep you guessing until the very end. Our episodes will take you on a journey through the dark and twisted world of the unexplained, featuring topics ranging from haunted houses and ghostly encounters to unsolved crimes and strange occurrences. So sit back, relax, and get ready for a thrill ride as we unravel the mysteries of the unknown. Welcome to Mayhem Porium. closing today. First, I wanted to apologize. I have a little bit of a cold, so I'm a little bit more stuffy or husky than usual. Sorry about that. Um, Also, I just wanted to say, please, thank you. I've had so many people review and talk to me about the show. And if you like the show, the best way to support us is to rate and review or share with a friend. So I really appreciate it. And if you would like to share your story, of courage or your your story about checking off things on your list, please feel free to email me at couragechecklist at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at the show's website. Thanks so much for listening always. Sometimes we have to start over Lost inside the black